It is a special bonus edition of the Locked On Flyers podcast on Tuesday, May 10th, here with your NHL draft lottery reaction to the Flyers getting the fifth overall pick. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, once again, I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here with draft prospect expert Russ Cohen, who's on Twitter at Sportsology. Locked on Flyers is free and available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. So subscribe. You'll get all of our episodes here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On Flyers. And you can email us at LockdownFlyers at gmail.com. All right, Russ, we have the fifth overall pick in the draft as expected. You know, we talked about it on Monday's show that this was statistically the most likely spot to end up in. And I think that given those expectations, I think we're in pretty good headspace about it. Yeah, you have to be. I mean... I don't think anybody should have expected to go any higher. Uh, you know, Kornacki said it was a lock. We looked at it with a bunch of different um, testings, and it kept coming up five. That was enough for me. I mean, I am a – I'm not a math hater, but I don't love math. But I know math is – there's no lying in math. It's and, true. And, and it's so, like, true. I've learned that as a, like, as a draft guy. So, I, you know, basically I could see the writing on the wall. Exactly. And so I think that ending up in the five position, while you would have liked to have moved up, you know, it was the most expected. So I'm pretty zen about it. The part I'm not so zen about it is the team that actually did move up, Mm -hmm. which was in our worst case scenario (laughs) that we talked about. And that is the New Jersey Devils, man. How do they keep getting this luck? I feel like they're the new Oilers. Yeah, I mean, but it's a good spot to be in and it's a bad spot to be in because this is the spot that gets second guessed for the next five to seven years. So if you decide you don't want, let's say Logan Cooley, who a lot of people think will go second and you pick somebody else, if that goes wrong, you get destroyed in like the next three or four years. And so that's where I feel like, you know what? Second is not the best place to be. It's not from a 2020 hindsight perspective. I think there's going to be a lot more judgment on that number two pick than Mm -hmm. on the number one pick in this draft, which of course went to the Montreal Canadiens. Very happy for them. I think if any team was going to get that number one pick that should have, I'm totally happy about it being Montreal with the draft being in Montreal. But I do not envy the scouting team for the New Jersey Devils. No, um, and there's going to be people bitching because now a cup team technically um, got the first overall pick in the draft. And we've heard rumblings the last few years that that would be a lot of baloney if it happened. But we have to admit, look, even though I picked them preseason to make the cup, I only did it because I felt like they had all the right parts. But they did. They had all the right parts for one year. Like it was just a lightning in a bottle situation. And now they're not even close to that team. Exactly. And I think it'll be fun for them at the draft, like I said. So uh, kudos to Montreal Canadiens fans. I hope you enjoy it. 
As for the flyers, I think now that's going to give them several options to choose from when mm -hmm. they get to that number five pick. And we talked about it that, you know, if Logan Cooley does go number two um, or Yuroslavkovsky goes at that number two, I think there's going to be two or three really good options available at five that we've talked about. And it'll just depend on what the flyers priorities are at that time but we could see matthew savoy mm -hmm. at that number five spot we could see joachim kemmel at that spot we could see david yurachek mm -hmm. and i think all of those are really good picks yeah you're talking about top six you're talking about a potential top pairing defenseman if that's what you're looking for uh, it's not a bad place to be it really isn't and fans should be happy about it they really should. And I think that, you know, there will be less judgment about this pick, which is also. Oh, no, not in good. Philly. No, no, no. Hold on. Well, no, 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 no. I'm I, saying from the from the hockey community. OK, no, from the hockey community, it'll be fine from the fan base. There will be a lot going on because I predict there will be 25 eh, percent of the fan base are going to want to trade the pick for a player and just not take the pick at all. And then, you know, 25% will want to trade down and get more picks, which I'm not fully against. And then you'll hear a bunch of other crazy scenarios. And then no matter who you say, there are going to be people online to say, well, I don't like that guy. I like this guy because of this. And there's going to be a lot of, a lot of that going on now for the next couple of months you watch. Well, there very well could be. And I think you bring up some plausible scenarios. We're actually going to get into those scenarios later this week, talk about the pros and cons, get into it in detail. So listen to that when it comes out later this week on Lockdown Flyers. But I do think that for now, we should just chill and be in the place where we are getting the fifth well, how pick. chill are we going to be? Are we going to be like I'm Lula be Amarillo like, and never well, move? Lou Lou Lamarillo. Was it a hologram or was it Lou? I don't even I know. I don't know. I don't know, man. That was such a weird way to present the GMs and with all different camera angles and different levels of formality. If they wanted to take out all emotion. They did a good job. They done it. Yeah. What else did you think about that broadcast? It was okay. Um, I thought Shane Wright, I was jealous because at that age, I could not grow a mustache or beard like that. Even at the age of like 21 or 22, this mustache was totally blonde and you could barely see it. So I was jealous of that. I thought Shane Wright did a good job of um, presenting himself. I, I think so he, too. I think he told a little fit because even though he's going to be playing a game, you know the coach is going to whisper in his ear who, who selected him. They're going to tell him. He's going to know. So that's okay. Um, but he, he, he did a good job of um, presenting himself. I felt like, you know, the broadcast itself was fine. The Ernest the Young guy, is he really weak or are those placards heavy? Like, that was another question in my mind. I think it was just an awkward-sized box. Or is he or is he afraid to spill them? Imagine if he spilled them, like he tripped yeah. and he spilled them in the hallway. Would they, like, black out the screen at that point? I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, I think my favorite thing was the little factoids that Linda and Kevin were, they were saying good. as each they were good. pick was being announced. It reminded me uh, about the Oscars, where as the mm-hmm. winners are walking up to the stage, the announcer says, this is the third time that Meryl Streep has been nominated in this category. And her yeah, third it did have win, that feeling. You know? You're right. It, it, it was kind of like that. So I always enjoy those sorts of things. I, so. I enjoy that. Um, I thought that was good and it was timely. I think Bill Daly had a little more personality than last time. I think he played up a little better. I yeah. think that was good. You know, beyond that, at least it was faster than than I think in previous years. So I'll give it that. It was. I think they got to it much faster, which was yes. key. You know, they didn't have a lot of killing time in this. Although I d- would have preferred actual ping pong balls. They are more fun. But yeah, you kind of wish they would With the rules, least... they couldn't do it that way. No, but you wish they kind of just showed it that way and then they sort of like closed the door and then they came out with the Ernest and Young guy with like just for fun. Hopefully in the future it'll be in person again or we can, as somebody suggested on Twitter, have the mascots show up and and duke it out or something a little bit more exciting than uh, remote GMs looking very worried (laughs) about their futures. Yeah, I mean, they're all going home now. Like it's just like, they're done. They they texted home and they'll be like, be home 10 minutes after this. And that's it. All right. Well, we will have a lot more about the Flyers and the NHL draft over the next couple of months as we get closer and closer to this first round pick that the Flyers will make. We'll have more on these prospects. And on tomorrow's show, Russ will be participating in a Locked On NHL roundtable with the top lottery pick getters in the draft order. So that should be really fun. Take a listen to that. In the meantime, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Stanley Cup playoffs, basketball playoffs, and Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M. I'm Russ. I'm at Sportsology, S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y. Thanks again for listening and have a great evening.